Hey friends, welcome to For the First Time. For the First Time is a podcast where we talk about things we're doing for the first time. Woo! Woo! To start off, we have our mini segment, The Art of Finding Joy in Everyday Life. My name's Scott. And my name is Annie. Scott, what is something you have done recently that brought you joy? Or something in life that you found joy in? Mm, it's a good question. I think one thing that I've been finding joy in is um, driving around and looking with fresh eyes at the communities and neighborhoods that are around where we live. Mm. I know um, we're in the very, very early stages of exploring um, buying a new home. Mm. And um, so, yeah, it's been an opportunity for us to drive around, look at neighborhoods and communities and just be like, talk about what fits us and what doesn't but it's been uh it's brought a lot of joy because it's helped us get to know each other in new ways mm. and it's helped us get to know our community in new ways so it's been Agreed. great yeah How about it's you? been really fun uh something in the past few days that brought me joy was going out camping with you for the first time and just standing there looking at the stars uh, they were really bright and making a campfire and yeah so we went with yeah. our good friends um lee and erica mm-hmm. yeah 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 it was just really relaxing and um, it kind of brought me back to square one it was refreshing yeah it's my happy really place good. i like camping a lot so it was really fun doing it with my boo Mm, I could tell. Yeah, that was that was good. That was yeah. I, that was our first time doing that. And yeah, a lot of a lot of joy, a lot of learning. Yes, it was good. So, Put, putting up a tent is always interesting. Mm, yes, <laughs> it yeah. was. It was actually easier than I expected. So there was joy in that. Yeah. You did a great job. I just looked over and suddenly it was up. So it was awesome. You can count on me to pitch a tent. It's good stuff. Yep. And when we got home, we we slept for sixteen hours straight. Oh when we gosh. got home, that brought me joy. <laughs> that was sixteen awesome. hours of sleep. It was like two nights in one. That was amazing. Yeah. Also, the food was like really delicious. Scott had the idea of wrapping corn, like raw corn cobs, with asparagus. So we did that. Put them on the fire, and they just mm-hmm. mm, they were so good with burgers. Mm. Yum. Next step, we'll wrap the corn with asparagus and then wrap that with bacon. Ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, you did a really good job cooking all that. Thanks. Yeah. So, jumping right in. Yeah. Today is our debt free scream podcast episode. Ah! So if you, that was not the scream. No, that wasn't the scream. It's coming. <laughs> At the end, we're going to do the scream. Yes, you're going to love it. Yes. But we have been. Um, we both have been listening to Dave Ramsey. I love listening to Rachel Cruz. I read her book. Um, so we essentially wanted to be a debt-free family from the beginning. Do you want to share a little bit about when we were dating? And yeah, yeah. When yeah, I, I, I remember that. Like, um, we were dating, and and we had we went through. Tell you if y'all don't know Annie, she is all about the the books and the guided materials and everything, and it was really helpful. Actually, it was great. <laughs> and so even though we were in different states, we would get on a video call at least once a week, and um, like go through a book together that we were doing on um, these guided books with chapters and questions. And one of the books was great. I forget what it's called. I think it was like 101 Questions to 
answer before you marry something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it got, I think it was the question around 40 or 50. I told him about finances mm-hmm. and, and we had just been already on a roll about answering each question as it came up and being honest about whatever the question was. And it got to that question and we were, that was probably one of the more, um, I don't not not even uncomfortable from like a, a personal standpoint, but just from like, it was uncomfortable because that's not something that we talk about a lot about just with each other in society. Yeah. Like people don't, you don't yeah. ask what people make and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Like all this kind of financial stuff yeah. you don't really talk about. It's um, almost taboo in some, sometimes. So that question yeah. came up and um, yeah, and that's when we, I think it was about six months into our relationship mm-hmm. and both of us were just like, all right, this is the financial situation. Here's what yeah. we're currently making. Here's what um, any other kind of liabilities or debts we might have is. And yeah. we had that conversation. And I think both of us were, um, for different reasons, a little bit like, oh, okay. Like, it, it, neither of us were like, um, it, yeah, it was just like a, very much like a reality check of, oh, this mm-hmm. is a real person too kind mm-hmm. of thing. And so yeah. we um, we had that conversation and then... And then we kept dating and getting to know mm-hmm. one another and everything like that. And um, once we got married, we decided as a family, said, all right, we are going to become a family as quickly as possible who is a debt-free family forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's a good feeling. And, um, yeah, like, w- weddings are not cheap. Cars are not cheap. All that stuff. And we were like. Yeah, let's yeah, between, let's learn how to have a budget together yeah. <laughs> as a new married couple. So we had to learn how to do that. Yeah, I mean, because debt can be, especially as two people were in their 20s going, I mean, society kind of trains people from an early age. Like, oh, yes, get a student loan, get a car loan. get. Mm-hmm. A, I remember, I don't know if I even shared this story with you, um, being at college on campus and mm-hmm. literally, and I never... I remember I signed up for a credit card because if you sign up, you get a free sandwich. Mm. And when you're oh, like yeah. 19 <laughs> years old, and you're like, oh, a free foot long sub? Yeah. All right, I'll sign whatever you want Thing me to. to. Do. And yep. you get this credit card in there. Like, what? Yeah. Oh, With yeah. A, a limit that, you know, nobody should have at that age. And yeah. so they, tra- and I ended up yeah. not using that one, thank goodness. But um, yeah. they train people from an oh, early yeah. age to get, you hooked. Get, get a loan for student stuff, for yeah. cars, for. Almost anything. For a TV, for your clothes. Like, yeah. it's just getting you right into it. Yeah. 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 So I do want to clarify, when we say debt-free, I think mortgages can be a healthy type of debt because you're, the equity, you know, if it's a good situation, you're going to grow equity and it's an investment. So when we say, oh, we're debt-free, we're not talking about, oh, we like are not. We have a mortgage. Yeah. Like that can be a good thing. So just wanted to clarify that. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and but yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Like a mortgage is, um, in my mind, not debt yeah. as long as it's a healthy one that you can afford monthly payments for. Yeah. Like technically, okay, that that's a debt, but it's not the kind that we're talking about when we're saying, oh, we want to be a debt-free family. I see it as a, and this is probably something that people way smarter than us have gone back and forth on at times. But yeah. Yeah, we're I, not experts by any means. I see a, a healthy mortgage as a non-debt because you might get that money for three, four, five, or six percent for that the loan amount for up to five or six percent, 
and then your property could go up by, you know, like ten percent. Ten percent depends on where. Depending yeah. on you know, depending on a lot of factors, yeah. but it could look like debt on the front end, but actually be profit on the back end. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't want to live like that way if you're like really yeah. tight strapped. Yeah, but, you've got to be able to afford the size of the mortgage and all that, yep. which is we're totally in that stage where we like look at homes and stuff, like figuring out like how much percent of our income should go into the house mm-hmm. um, payment and all that stuff. Yeah, and so. because we're currently in a condo that has 10 years of payments under its belt, like mm-hmm. that has actually doubled the amount we're able to put down on our next home oh, cut yeah. when we sell That's the awesome. condo. So it's like mm-hmm. there's some positives to a mortgage. But oh, yeah. so other than a mortgage, though, yeah, we are officially debt-free. Woo! Yes. Okay, so we are not experts. We have been learning and reading and listening to podcasts about how to go on this journey and we've learned some things along the way why did why was debt free so important for us for me i knew it would it bring being debt free brings such a sense of like financial freedom and yeah there's that and you can feel comfortable like i'm living within my means less stress less just I mean, when you're out of your means and you're in debt, it brings some level of emotional pain because you know, I owe this. So it brings this freedom. And then on top of that, I've been learning it can grow your ability to be generous, which is really, really fun. Um, I read Rachel Cruz's book, um, Live Your Life, Not Theirs, something like that. And at the last chapter talks about generosity and it just really hit me. Um, you can develop your generosity year to year and grow that from year to year so that's become a personal goal like grow my ability to um, support different nonprofits or organizations or the local church every single Mm. year and it's so much more you're so much more able to do that when you're debt free because you don't have to feel like oh that money needs to go toward this debt so we can not have this interest payment blah 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 so in a word freedom Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And it does wrap into my faith a bit. Um, there's a verse, I think it's Romans 12, 8, somewhere in Romans. It says... Be careful. All the, all the Christians are going to call you out if that's the wrong I know. Wrong if it's word. wrong, get <laughs> all these kidding. comments. Just kidding. But it says, oh, no one anything except the debt of love. And this fulfills the law or something like that. So essentially... It frees you to love. Mm. And all throughout Proverbs, there's, I could name like so many verses in Proverbs that talk about um, the foolishness of uh, running yourself up in debt and the wisdom of not owing. Um, the borrower or slave to the lender. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it also talks about like when it comes to budgeting, like be aware, like in Proverbs it says, like know how many sheep you have, how many goats you have count your flocks blah 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 like that's essentially um budgeting Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it's very it's very connected with um the wisdom we see there that's um, good for faith so that's cool yeah um what about you what's your Ooh, my my why yeah yeah definitely um being not having anything hold me back long term in life kind of that freedom to um be able to um 
have that security for a family or to do things or even just like to have a have a safety net. I mean, right now as we record this, we're still in the middle of a global pandemic and there are, you know, I don't say this lightly, but there's a lot of people that um, this pandemic itself revealed a lack of financial mm-hmm. safety. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. we obviously we are not super duper wealthy at the moment, but we are debt free and have an income. And so because we started this journey a year ago, mm-hmm. this pandemic hit us differently than it hit some people. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Um, Cause that debt doesn't stop accruing interest just because of the pandemic. Exactly. Um, and, and I think something that stuck out to me is I saw Dave Ramsey speak a few years ago at a catalyst conference and he was walking around on stage with his chain mm. on his ankle. You know, he's great with the <laughs> visual. Very- in your face with yeah he had this chain and had a little, little little ball in the end of you know ball yeah. and chain type of thing and he said something he said you know imagine you're walking around with this little ball and chain and you're kind of dragging and it it's not affecting you too much but you know it's there he said now imagine because you choose not to address it you act like it's not there that every year somebody comes along takes the ball off of it and puts one that's three times the size of that mm. one he said eventually you're going to have to address it or you're not going to be able to move at all. Mm. It's going to slow you down to the point where it stops you. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Like, yeah, because it always starts off small. No one ever oh, signs yeah. something that puts them in a, a, a ton of debt. Mm-hmm. But they sign something that will allow them to get into a little bit of debt and then a little bit more mm-hmm. and a little bit more. And then oh, yeah. it becomes a ton of debt. And so um, before we get yep. into the the, hab- the, um, the three, um, the five things that we want to share with our listeners, yeah. um, maybe let's mention how much total debt we got out of in what period of time. And I, awesome. th- I think yeah. um, we got out of collectively 70000 dollars of debt in about a three-year time span. So some of that was before marriage, mm-hmm. some of that was yeah. during. And, um, but yeah. yes, yeah, so $70,000 collectively yeah. within three years. And we both have been on this journey for a couple years Mm -hmm. so it was cool because when we met each other we both already knew hey this is our long-term goal yeah and so we could meet each other with those values yeah yeah yeah, that that um that's a good good that's like a a a healthy adult full one-year salary of debt yes (laughs) yes so no car loans no Mm -mm. school debt um Credit card Credit debt. Credit card debt. All gone. Um, TV debt. <laughs> I don't think I've ever put a TV. I did have, I will say, oh. I had my phone, my smartphone um, on payments. Okay. So I finished that off. Good for and you. And my MacBook. Nice. That's all paid off. There you go. That's awesome. Feels yeah. good. That, it does feel good. And I say I've never put a TV on debt, but I'm sure I bought a TV with a credit card one time, mm-hmm. which is debt. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. So don't think about it that way. Now, and, if I can give one little silver lining to some of the, the debt, I had a ton of free hotel nights that I got to with my yeah, credit card that's points. That's a whole that episode. When we were dating, I was like, "Oh, I can come see you in Maryland anytime. I have all yeah. these free, the quote words. unquote, free nights." Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, you get Marriott points. I get um, Amazon cash. Yeah. So we we have learned. We should start on these points, but we have learned, yeah. um, to. Ignore yes. the points. Like, yes, we, yes, we each, I mean, Dave Ramsey talks about cutting up 
every single credit card you have. I think Rachel Cruz does. Mm -hmm. We're like kind of soft on that. Like we had a credit card cutting cutting party party when we first got married. That was really fun. I think we took some pictures. Maybe I'll share that. But we each decided to keep one. So, but we budget carefully so that we have more than enough to pay that off every single month. And And that's our commitment. We don't ever run it over. Yeah, you're exactly right. And I think the reason we decided to each keep one is because for better or worse in today's day and age, it's almost impossible to not have some kind of piece of plastic. If you want a gas station or a lot of restaurants, it's like, or just just Amazon.com. Like you can't pay Amazon with cash. You could use a debit card. And Rachel Cruz talks a lot about that debit yeah. cards, but we personally just decided to use our one credit card each. Which I and I think the reason we were able to do that gets into our points. Okay. Um, transparency. Yeah, number tra- one. Point okay. number one was transparency. Yes. Yeah, you're exactly right. And if you're single, this still counts for you. Transparency, having somebody you can talk to about your finances, like a mentor or a close friend or something, um, and that's good too if you're if you're in a couple or married. But for us transparency with each other was a number one habit that we were advised to have um i think like as i read and learned i was like oh yeah this is we have got to have these open conversations Mm -hmm. so that's number one and and i think one of the ways we've been able to achieve that together is we use and i think you were the one that found this or something maybe or found something like this and we found it afterwards the app HoneyFi oh, yeah. has been great for us. Like, if you're not familiar with HoneyFi, picture like a Mint.com. You know, mm-hmm. it collect, connects to all of your accounts, financial accounts, and then displays them together. HoneyFi does that, but for a couple. And mm-hmm. so, really, right now, I'm able to see all of Annie's account balances and transactions, and she can mm-hmm. see all of my account mm-hmm. balances, transactions. Yeah. And so. And then we create a joint budget on the app. So it mm-hmm. it brings in all of our accounts and says, okay, here's what came in, the income, and mm-hmm. here's what has gone out, the expenses. Mm-hmm. And then it self-categorizes some of the expenses, and then we go back and, and accurately yeah. categorize it. But yeah. it allows both of us to say, hey, okay, we're, we are both on the same page here. And, you know, it's kind of a trust but verify type of thing. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. we trust each other. And then we verify yeah, that and go through that it together. We hold each other accountable. Yeah. And that's been the transparency totally. part of that. Yeah. So we've, I mean, it's been, this is the habit part. No, we're, we're in transparency. Oh, we're still in transparency. Yeah. Well, we have, I guess I'll talk about that later. <laughs> Jumping into that. But that's, we learned to do that around once a month. That yeah. just kind of works for us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're, you're right though. That, that goes into budget, which is number two is, after you're transparent, because if you're if you're not honest about where you are, then none of the other stuff will work. <laughs> yeah, you can have a budget and pretend like you're on the same but, page, but if you're not transparent, none of it yeah. matters. So it's got to start with the transparency, and then number two is the budget. You want to talk about that? Sure. Yeah, in HoneyFi, you can create your budget, and then when you categorize your transactions, they go in there, and you can look at the end of the month or at any time. We look at the end of the month to see where we're at in each of those categories and see like if one of us was really over like if I bought a bunch of clothes and I'm way over in Annie's personal spending category we know or I need to like reel it back for the next or month or if I bought a bunch of food if I ate out a lot or something mm-hmm. it's, yeah it tends to be my habit but, yeah. yeah then we're like okay let's let's rein that back and keep it where it needs to be um so yeah we have like date night food um gas insurance 
Yeah. It's, a, it's really encouraging, even after the Senate having a few months under your belt, because you can go back and see the trends. I mean, like, oh, in our home category, we've been right on target every mm-hmm. month. In this category, we've been right on target every month. And I think the categories that really do fluctuate the most for us is um, is either groceries, food, mm-hmm. or clothes. Yep. Like all the other ones stay pretty steady, and we're able to count on those being pretty fixed. And the, then yeah. the few that go out at times, like we're like, oh, well, we can control those 100% if we want to. Yeah. And so it's empowering is what a budget it is. is. Yeah. And one month might be less and the next month is more. Yeah. So it is kind of flexible. Some people say, like, don't take us as the experts because some people say, like, oh, you should, like, every single month remake a new budget for that month's expenses. We don't necessarily re- spend all the time remaking a budget every single month for the ones that are going to be, like, for a month when, what is, like, an extra expense? When we have extra car repairs, we're not making a whole new budget. We're yeah. just taking that from our... It's just going to go over that month. And then the mm-hmm. next month, we're going to have nothing. And so we just... We try to do it simple so that we yeah. could actually stick with it. Exactly. Simple sticks. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And and um, going to the budget, like something that my stepdad, he, Gary, he's, he's told this story so many different ways, so many different times. But the gist of it comes down to, um, I think he, he somebody would ask him, you know, you know, or say something like, oh, money is not that important. He's like, you're exactly right. Money is not that important. As long as you have enough and as long as you are spending less than you're taking in every day. Yeah. And that's where the budget comes in. Yeah. It's like, okay, are you are we making more than we are spending out? You know, that can mm-hmm. include giving and other things. But yep. as long as what's coming into the home is more than what's going out from the home, mm-hmm. then you'll be fine. And a budget just helps you create that structure and parameters. Yep. True that. And for the, yeah, for the debt payoff, we just had a, that was in our budget. Like this much goes toward debt payoff. And now that amount can go toward emergency fund, house down payment, whatever. All that. So Give it feels more, good. All that. Increasing giving. Yeah. Um, next um, part. What are these? These are what, mm, these points? points. Are these points? These are points or pieces or call them points. bullets. Bullets. Points. Well, that sounds violent. That's a, so, point. a, a point. <laughs> Point three of five. Yeah. Habits. Things that have helped us. Habits. And I think that's where you talking about the simple budget. Yeah. That helped us build the habit of sticking with something that might fluctuate 5% here and there. But having that habit of, okay, this is the once a month we're going to look at it together. The habit of, what are some of the ways that habits helped us? Mm, something that, this is something that. I have been doing for, I think since my brother told me about capital, the Capital One Savings Accounts. Mm-hmm. A couple years ago, I started the Capital One Savings Accounts. And you can open them for free and just label them. So I call it like my piggy bank within my bank. That's it's like a separate little piggy bank for a certain thing you're saving up for. So That's smart. we opened up a bunch of those together yeah. and labeled them. Because like, they don't cost anything to have open. Yeah. You just open them and... Call them whatever you want. Yeah. And Capital One has really good interest rates for savings accounts. Before COVID, a savings account interest rate with Capital One was 1.5% interest mm-hmm. that they would pay you every month. For which, any amount. Which right? which at Wells Fargo, it was a tenth of that. Yeah. Um, so Capital One is really good about um, 
savings account interest rates. Now that's gone down a little mm-hmm. bit since COVID has oh, happened. Really? Okay. Uh, it's it's actually about we're getting 0.8%. Mm. Oh wow. So it got cut in down. half because of COVID. Okay. But um I I expect that to go up once yeah. everything else starts improving too. But yeah. that's still 10 times more than most other banks are paying yes. for sort of savings accounts right mm-hmm. now. But, but even yeah. just the habit. Yes. Like, so back to yeah, habits if you when it comes to savings, like budget, we budgeted how much we wanted to save every month and made a special little piggy bank account for emergency fund. So we, all of our income comes, basically gets put into a, one pool checking account. Everything mm-hmm. gets into that checking account. Yeah. And then you've created like little automatic rules exactly. that put a set amount into these savings accounts yeah. each month. Yeah. Same time every month. Like it just an automatic it habit right there. Exactly. And, so you do it once. It's part of your budget so yeah. you know it's going to happen. And then month to month you see these little piggy banks growing mm-hmm. by themselves. It's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> so like I made one for buying a car with cash, emergency fund. What other ones? We had like... um Home deposit. Home deposit. Or, yeah. Celebration you, trip. Yeah, celebration trip. You did one for do. your Kickstarter. You did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I put that in there. Yeah, so, yeah, it's, um, I feel like we have a few more. Car. Now we have one for our next car. Yeah, family SUV because yeah. we think that, that'll be needed within the next couple of years yeah. probably. So that way we can have, we can just put all the money cash into so the next a couple of points we'll, we'll breeze through a little bit, but I want to yeah. talk about that car that you just mentioned. So um, do you want to tell a little bit about that? Because that's, sure. that's huge. I think yeah. that's... Yeah. So I was um, definitely needing a new car. My car was... How many miles did it have? It had like 250,000 miles on it, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, something like that. Um, it just... I needed a more reliable car for teleworking and uh, driving around for work and stuff so we started a little automatic savings plan for that Um, and you knew that would be a need and so you i think you started thinking about that even before you got married mm -hmm. and had been saving for it some and then continued to save for it obviously yeah and i had a little help i think maybe my mom gave me a gift for christmas or something so like if i had little cash gifts Mm -hmm. we had some cash gifts for our wedding so yeah. we have had help along the way with awesome friends and family like gifts and stuff so put a little in but there. with your car you saved knowing that you were going to have to buy a vehicle and so you bought that with 100 percent cash correct like you didn't go out and spend those cash gifts on you know mm-hmm. people give cash gifts go go get a dress or whatever you mm-hmm. saved it all you were yeah i wanted to buy that car completely cash so i wouldn't have any payments yeah, so that's incredible that felt good yeah that, that's awesome Yep. And you got a, a um, what a two or three year old vehicle that mm-hmm. was like new, yep. from CarMax, very well respected yeah. and everything. And yeah, it was a formerly a fleet car at some company, so they took really good care of it. It was you great. Got it with cash. That's awesome. Yep. So yeah, we want to do that for our next car. Just mm-hmm. might cost a little bit more than that one. Yes. <laughs> SUV, yeah. but yeah. So yeah, that's good. Yeah. It's a good habit. Um, which you mentioned your mom that gets us into community. Yes. Um, tell us about community. Um, but it's point four. Yeah, like we realized it's a lot harder to go on this journey completely by yourself. So like having a couple like really close friends, like one of my really close running buddies, like I shared about the journey with her. Like this is our goal, and she cheered us on and prayed for us and supported us 
all along the way. Um, and that just meant a lot mm-hmm. emotionally to like feel like, okay, we have people cheering us on who also have that value and lifestyle yeah. and they know the feeling and the freedom. Yeah. Um, we have some, some other That's couple huge. friends who have the same values and it's just so like encouraging. I think that was yeah. one of the, now, I mean, there's a few things we look for when we're, we're making, because we've been focusing on making some new couple friends since we got married to kind of just bring life into the next chapter in a way. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we've, that's drawn us to some couples has been when they talk about their own financial goals and their own debt freeness. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, like, that's, yes. we want to be around those, more of those kinds of people, not just yes the financial piece is one sliver of they're also great in a lot of other areas yeah. but like it's like a value in common yeah it's really important and, and i think that's huge because even when it comes out to hey what do you want to do this weekend nobody is saying hey let's go blow 200 dollars on something they're like yeah. hey why don't we uh let's go to the beach for free yeah. and then grab some pizza it's like okay done yeah. <laughs> and we have a great time and it's yeah. it's awesome it's so good yeah and then we told some of your family and they they were like, oh, that's awesome. And then they helped us out a bit with it, like as a... Yeah, I mean, yeah, part of the community piece is just opening up to, you know, having good people around you and being like, hey, this is what we're doing. This is kind of the habits we're creating. And just, I think that came from just our ability to communicate, hey, we're actually not going to say yes to this right now. And here's why. And as you open up to your community about that, it lets them kind of cheer you on, as mm-hmm. you said, and even with my family and your family and even our friends mm-hmm. at times they've been like, Hey, let's do something different. That doesn't cost as much. Mm-hmm. And at times they've been like, Hey, here's a little extra either to help with the wedding or to go towards savings or whatever, yeah. just to kind of oh, yeah. spur us on in a healthy yeah. way. That has um, been so but with, encouraging without yeah. us first having the budget and habits in place in our own home, the community around us um, would not be as, probably is open about spurring us on because he'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. it's, it's easy to fill a bucket once after you patch the holes. That's and right. And that's what our budget <laughs> and habits do yeah. is to patch the holes first. Yeah. And probably like the older and wiser relatives in our life saw, oh, you're like stewarding your finances well. And like, you know, we, we have, we want to like pass on, you know, this as a gift or whatever and it's like oh they can trust that we're doing that in a smart way like using it in a smart way yeah Does and, I, and I, I think community to me is more about the social influence of the people around you and then the, yeah. just the financial piece i think yeah. um social influence is huge and the people that you choose to surround yourself with is huge even if it's just from a cheering you on aspect mm-hmm. and the encouragement aspect yeah and so definitely having the right kind of community around you is um, makes a world of difference. Absolutely. And that leads into our last step, which is celebrate. Because you got to celebrate every victory, big yes. and small. And that's why we want to share with you because you are part of our community. We have celebrated together and we want to share because we want to celebrate and we want to encourage anybody who might be listening, friends, family, people we don't even know in person yet. We want to... Um, just inspire you that it can be a great journey, bring people along with you in the journey and celebrate every small part of it. So what were some ways that we did some small celebrations along the way? Mm. I can think of a couple. I I remember one point in particular when we were at a certain milestone, we said, 
hey, we've we have worked hard to get into this milestone. Like mm-hmm. we have like really been pretty stringent with each other lately yeah. in, a, in a healthy way. But we're like, let's go out to eat tonight. Let's yeah. like yes. Let's just let's enjoy this moment because we got to this milestone and we worked hard to get here. And I think yeah, that is is necessary yeah, because totally. if you're always feeling like you're chasing a carrot that you never yeah. even get a lick of and you're sacrificing you, everything fun you start to feel like the celebration fuels morale. you for the next chapter yeah, the next totally. step yeah yeah 100 yeah because we did a lot of we have been cooking at home instead of eating out at which i actually it's almost like our um our debt-free journey prepared us for the pandemic because <laughs> yeah. the pandemic hit. It was like, Oh, we can't go out to eat. We're like, Oh, we've yeah. been cooking at home for six months now. <laughs> so yes. but that, that was Seriously. in a weird way. Helpful. Totally. Yeah. And we both learned new recipes and like rotated cooking and learned to grocery shop together and all that. So it was pretty cool. And, but yeah, when we reached different points, we were like, Hey, let's go out. I think when we finished everything the other week, we went out for Italian and just dressed up and celebrated like hardcore. Yeah, you put on a dress and I got a little fancy and we went out to a nice Italian restaurant and that was cool. Yeah, it was awesome. That that was also like one of the first times after the pandemic that restaurants were open Mm. on the inside. Oh yeah, it was like double celebration. (laughs) Double celebration. And I think, remember we told the waitress, because she said, because she saw we were dressed up a little bit. She said, oh, what's the occasion? And you were like, hey, we just became debt free. She said, okay, cool. Very cool. And what did she do? She gave us a free appetizer. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was so sweet. I guess as a way of saying congrats or something, like the appetizer is free. Yeah. Which is really cool that people were like, now, I assume she did yeah. that intentionally. We didn't ask. Mm-mm. She may have just forgotten to put it on. Yeah. <laughs> but, it was kind of funny because, like, it is kind of countercultural to say something like that in public. Mm-hmm. And I think she was, like, she didn't know what to say at first. And we were all just, like, okay, this is kind of weird. But I just said that because I'm, like, open about it. I think I'm, I'm getting used <laughs> to, to awkward and weird moments with you as my wife. Yeah. <laughs> Out in public, be, that is. Like, <laughs> purposefully yeah not like break norms a little bit yeah it's it's fun yeah usually (laughs) but so yeah celebrating so we got some couple photos done Mm -hmm. and we had our little sign so that was fun i like doing little photo shoots and i think like even as we have this conversation and as we start to wrap it up with the celebration like it can be easy for someone who's just listening to this podcast for the first time and hear about, oh, debt-free and sacrifice and hard work and budget and being in their minds, like, picturing two people with a microphone inside of a box with, like, no amenities or anything. Like, oh, that's not a life I want to live. But, like, mm-hmm. we we can tell you with confidence, like, that's not the life that we're able to live now. Like, we are in a a comfortable home that's that's safe and we have – beautiful um photos and artwork and like we and great friends around us like it is a it is a a journey of sacrifice and hard work but it doesn't have to be a journey with a poverty mindset either correct yeah Mm -hmm. and so have a lot of love creativity and fun knowing that once you get on the other side of that journey there's even more there's even more yeah oh yeah it's been been good and now to to, i guess to, to finish off our celebration we're going to do... Now, we got this idea from the Dave Ramsey show, right? Yes. Um, 
because he brings couples in on his show every single episode, or, or sometimes single people too. He brings mm-hmm. people on who have gotten themselves, who have become debt free, mm-hmm. and they do a debt free scream as loud as they mm-hmm. can. And they travel from all over mm-hmm. to, to do this yep. to, on his show. And so it's we fun. don't know. Maybe Dave Ramsey will hear this, and yeah. uh, you know, maybe we can go do it on his show someday. And if we do, we'll we'll, we'll fill you guys in, and yes. uh, we'll see what happens. But um, no, Dave Ramsey and his team. And um, Rachel Cruz's mm-hmm. daughter and others. Yeah, they have a lot of great. Like, if you're looking for Anthony O'Neill, Anthony O'Neill, he's awesome. Chris Hogan, Hogan. Yeah. Um, and Not to be confused with the governor of Maryland, who's also Hogan. Is all, oh, is he also somebody Hogan? Hogan. Oh, okay, 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 cool, yeah. cool. Uh, I was confused about that, so. No, like so, like we're not we're not a. Um, a financial podcast per se. So Mm-mm. you're not going to really get any more next steps from us on this nope. for a long time. Go follow them. Yeah. Go they follow Dave Ramsey and, and his team and Rachel that. Cruz and Chris Hogan oh, and all yeah. of them and mention one other. Yeah. And, um, cause they have consistently good information on this and good next steps and uh, a great, um, financial peace university program, which mm-hmm. is such a small investment for what you get out of it. And, um, yeah. and read his books and all, all that good stuff. Yeah. We're not, sponsored by anything we've mentioned today we're just no. sharing the things that have helped us your friendly neighborhood friends <laughs> <laughs> you've, i feel like you've been waiting an hour to say that yeah line. that's my new line <laughs> friendly neighborhood friends but so with with that we um are you ready i'm ready three, three two, two one, one. we're, we're dead <laughs> a good scream that was awesome all right all right guys thanks so much for listening so here's some more living more giving yes what else rhymes with that i was trying to think of a third word i, did, I didn't have it living giving and hugging hugging okay that doesn't rhyme <laughs> it's but okay we love you guys thanks for listening you guys are great we'll see you next time <laughs>